Hey everybody, I'm Wa. And I'm Chris. And welcome to Docu Sweeties. We're two longtime friends who discuss the riveting and sometimes trashy world of reality TV and docuseries. Yes, and through our own lens, which can be spicy, bitter, salty, but hopefully at the end of the day, mildly sweet. Yay! Yay! So today we are talking about 90 Day Fiance, Happily Ever mm-hmm. After, mm-hmm. Epi- Season 7, Episode 8, Under Pressure, doom, 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 but not to be mistaken with Ice, Ice Baby, I'm on a mission. I mean, that was a whole moment. Collaborate and listen. You're right. You're right. I'm on a mission. Something, something. You're right. I mean, it was a whole V-Best. You know what I'm saying? It was a whole vibes of the 90s where you just had like Rip Van Winkle. And that that's his name. That man's name. Vanilla Ice's real last name is like Van Winkle or something. Anyways, so we're talking about 90 Day Fiance. Happily ever after. I'm here. My name is Wa with Chris. And let's jump right into this episode. Let's start off with Andre and Libby. Because, again, it's just a lot of just mm-hmm. masculine behavior. Mm-hmm. I mean, she looks so great in this picture, too. If you're watching this on uh, patreon.com slash docusweeties, you'll see it. But she looks a lot like Buki in this photo. And Andre just looks like a loving, doting, and adoring husband. Now, what he is mm-hmm. is a husband who will tell his wife, to shut the fuck up right now. And he doesn't understand why she got in there giggling like a little girl. But guess what? If we have to leave this country, we're going to go to Moldova and we're going to be fine. And that's it. And there's just something so, I mean, I wouldn't let Andre talk to me like the way she, Libby allows him to talk to her. But at the end of the day, I think Libby knows that Andre is literally going nowhere. That is her man. That is his family. He's not going to cheat on her. He's going to take these two women, Ellie and his wife, wherever it is that he is going to go. And there is something so crazy masculine about that, that even when he's like being rude to you and hollering at you, like there's still a part of her that must go. But this is my man. And I'm 100 percent going to the ends of the earth with him. Period. I wonder when I watch some of that, if like she is experiencing him yelling at her as being not like he's yelling at me, but he's like, frustrated and he's just like expresses it in a yelling type way into the ether. And I'm just standing next to him. Because I it's not that he's being, it's like, he's not being like, you're ugly or whatever. He's like, he's like, he's venting kind of. It's a weird situation basically. So let's just go back. So let's just, the story is, they're making like a little like breakfast in the morning, you know, like they're really trying to make that Ellie a star. And so Ellie's like cooking. It's probably gonna be for the YouTube channel, Eggies, you know, God bless. Wall, I don't know, into waffles, who knows. And we realized that, you know, it's the day of his interview and that they're driving over there together. And he's like nervous, but they're joking and they kind of like have to answer questions. And so they're like, how many times do we have sex per day? Let's just say two because or a week, because let's just say two, sometimes never, sometimes a lot, you know, like we see them kind of go in and we like, it doesn't seem like it's going to be that intense, but then afterwards, honey, they are like yelling at each other. Yeah. It's like, 
Do you, Libby, why do Lib? Why you laugh? She asked when we meet, and and Elizabeth's like, I don't know, just know if it was like the first time we FaceTime or when we like met in person or like whatever. And I'm like, did you guys not meet in Ireland after you guys liked each other on Tinder? So when you guys first met, you could say, well, it was on this date on Tinder. But if you wanted to know in person, it was on this date. Like, that's all she, I don't know what she went in there and did and said, but she was like, he's like, you you went and laughed. And then it looks like, you know, we're not, doing, everything is going fine. And then, but don't worry, fucking, we will go fucking live in Moldova. You know, and then my family, it's fine. And she doesn't have to grow up here with your stupid fucking family. But you come with me because you're my wife. It's like, he's abusive only to a woman who like doesn't see it, as, who, who would see it as abuse. You know what I'm saying? Like, she fully doesn't see it that way. She is like fully just like, this is just the way he emotes. And like, you know, he's always going to do this. And when he does step over the line, I'm going to tell him. Yeah. You know. Here's the thing. I'm not going to say, I don't really know, like whatever works or I don't understand. There's the interpersonal communication you have with your spouse. You know them intricately. But do they know each other intricately? Like, I mean, have they been together for that long? I think it's like only been like, I don't know. Go ahead. Like four years, five years. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I don't it would know. be a long time before somebody could talk to me like that. And I'm just not like, what the fuck is you talking to? I feel like he's because I, I get it. I sometimes I think like is he annoyed more about the situation or is he annoyed at her? You know, I think he's more annoyed more at the situation, but it's coming off at her. And I, you know, I just don't know. I mean, maybe I'm just making excuses because I'm whatever. God bless. You turned on. Just kidding. Ha ha ha. Just kidding. No, but don't don't back out of that. She said, ladies and gentlemen, that she's making excuses because she's turned on. For me, I'm make I'm not making excuses, but when he said that's it we're moving to Moldova and it's me and my family. I said to myself, you know what? I would kill to just know and, and intrinsically and be so secure in my marriage and in my partner that like I could have a double chin and he would still love me. He could meet me without the chin and then I could have one and he would still love me. Like I, because of my dating history, I don't have the slightest security in any of that. Like I, the, not the slightest security. I just, I feel like a man will just leave me for no bloody reason more so than he's like, huh. <laughs> so anyways, I just love the fact that even though through all of that, she never felt that that man wasn't going to be in her corner and wasn't just going to take her and her baby. And she even said, well, I mean, if he gets deported, 100%, I'm going with my husband. Like, there's no, there's no conversation beyond that. And I just am in love and I'm in love with their brand of love. Like, oh. I think that that is what I would need to be secure in a relationship, knowing that through thick or thin, y'all are together, specifically and especially coming from the man who is yeah. just like, I, you, I, no, you are my wife. This mm-hmm. is my family. And if I need to leave, you are coming with me. There's no question because I would do the same for you because that's how much I love you. And that's what I would need. It's just somebody like, you know, who could just, pick up and leave the country with me so what else happened in their episode i really feel like that's it i mean honestly it's like yeah they have to figure out so basically this would happen it's like they they were expecting to get an automatic green card they didn't get an automatic green card it's kind of like we need more things we need more documents because again the interview kind of was awkward and so 
we're going to hear at a later time something or other. That's like, that's how that's all kind of like left. So let's move on to, where should we move on to? I don't know. You said let's move on. So I assumed you were ready to go. I know. Let's go to this people. Yara and Jovi. Okay. Seeing Yara without makeup is, is like seeing Sarah without makeup. I'm always jarred when I see people without makeup and I'm like, oh, your features go away. It almost looks like when I see them without makeup, it looks like, you know how when you see somebody who just has on foundation and literally nothing else? That's what they look like to me. Just like mud people. Ooh. I Hot take. Yara has big eyes, so I see her eyes like either just like big blue, like blue, you know, like Sarah has a little smaller eyes, so I can say maybe more. Yeah, so it's really early in the morning, honey. Like, you know, he has to leave for work. Jovi has to finally go. It feels like it's 4 a.m. or 5 a.m. He's putting water into the Nespresso reservoir, as we all know what that life is like, honey. Just about to push in a little pod, then push a button and hear like, you know, and it's just like morning is uh, here, you know, is the sender. So basically, they come to an agreement, which was the only rational agreement, which is that Yara is not going to go to Europe with a baby in the middle of a war without Jovi. Yeah. So they just decide, in fact, wait for Jovi to come back. Which... I mean, the truth is, is that Yara was never going to go to Russia or the Ukraine. She was going to the Czech Republic. Mm-hmm. And y'all, Russia was not invading the Czech Republic. So I think it was really this like conversation where these Americans who don't know like maps and how like war happens to where they're thinking all of Europe is asunder. And it's like, no, I mean, yes, other places are affected, but like she's not going to the war. She's just going war adjacent. And if making if having her feeling better going over there and having her daughter be there is important, then it's important to all of us. But she finally agrees that she's not just going to go without Jovi. The main thing that I really respected and, and felt after watching this is that Jovi put his hairbrush away. You know how important it is. You know what a, what a special skill it is in life to take something out of a drawer and then put it back? Because it is something that I suffer from my for my life. Like, it's something that I always long to be a person who, if I take something out, I put it back. You do? And you don't think you do? I do, but not all the time. Sometimes I go into my bathroom and I'm just like, why, why did I just leave this out? And I just love the fact that he thinks about that because he shares a, what looks like a tiny ass bathroom with no. hardly any counter space with another person. And he's like, you know what? The brush doesn't just live on the counter. The brush lives in the drawer. And I respect that. Okay. I mean, listen, I agree. I, I wish I could put things away. I like, I clean my room and then immediately start messing up everything. There's not a moment in which I can live within cleanliness walls. It's either things are clean or things are being destroyed. There's just, there is no, I don't, there's just no way for me to be in some sort of limbo where I'm just like, things are still clean. I'm cleaning as I go. I don't understand how cleaning as you go works. So basically, Yara then goes and has like some time with Mrs. Gwen. Remember like how Mrs. Gwen wasn't hanging out with her. Now they're hanging out because it's all chill. They do. Uh, they go and do a crafting thing. Okay. This woman who works at the crafting shop, honey, does not want to be involved in the filming. Like this, I think her name was, I don't know if it's Jeannie, but she looks like a genie. She was just like, all right, guys, you make two signs. Pick this one or this one. This one, it says happy to be home. This one says Jesus loves you. You pick whichever one you want. You paint it. 
he can come back and then pick it up. And Yara's like, I don't understand Americans. Like, maybe, you know, in Ukraine, we put, like, I don't know, rug on the wall. And I was like, a tapestry? Okay. And then she's like, yeah, but the Americans put, you know, everything. Like, name, Peter, Jesus, holy temple. They, everything on wall. Why? I don't. And I said, you know what? You're reading the mind of everybody who hates word art. And I might be on the precipice of getting my own apartment. And I keep going back and forth of whether or not I want word art, art no. on my wall. I I don't want like word art. Like I don't want like something that says kitchen or whatever. But like I do kind of if I have like a I'm lucky enough to have like a an in suite washer and dryer like room. I would love to just like have like no no I wouldn't. You know how like you know how like Bilal's laundry room has like fold fluff and repeat or whatever. No, I don't want that either. I don't know. Like I think I'm just gonna really need your help, Chris. Okay. I think I'm just gonna really need your like home goods TJ Maxx like I eyes like help me like put do things stuff. together. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, where there's a will, there's a way, and I'll be there to do it. Okay, great. Yeah. So, you know, first of all, I love little Mila's face also. Mila looks like she's never she she looks like she's been over it. Everything. Everything I mean been over. It's like Joey's face on this cute little girl's face with the cute little pigtails. But her face is just very much just like Eastern uh, European. Yes. She has nothing but Eastern European. Unimpressed. All I look at is like. Just unimpressed, like a a woman who a baby who was about her business and (laughs) anything outside of that is unimpressed. Yeah, like she's seen it. She's done it. She's over you. She sees right through you. You're very transparent to her. And why are you wasting her time? Yeah. I mean, you know, like. Honestly, I think that she really would have liked this genie word out word out lady if they like had some more time together. But you know, like she's got to like you know entertain Mrs. Gwen. She knows that. So that's what Milo's doing. You know, like she had to like feign to be happy to see her, which is like basically, who are you? You never spend time with me. Yeah, who are you indeed? Yeah. So then I don't know what to tell you about this. It was like a dumb conversation between Yar and Mrs. Gwen, where basically Mrs. Gwen's like, "Why do I have to go?" And Yar's like, "Because I want to see my mom." And Mrs. Gwen's like, "Okay, but why do you have to take the baby?" And she's like to visit my mom like i said you know miss gwen's like oh okay and she's like you're being selfish miss gwen's like i want to be like if you want to see her that much honey drive yeah come and see this baby yeah what are you talking about you don't ha- you don't want to be anybody's nanny and guess who will be a nanny this this woman can't wait to be a nanny yeah they're gonna give her a visa just to come out here and be the nanny czech yeah. republic mother cannot wait yara mother yara cannot wait to be a nanny so, like, don't try to keep her grandchild from her. Don't try to keep her daughter from her. Like, you have no... It's like the hubris, the, the like... The Americans truly do not understand that there is an actual living, breathing world outside of the U.S. Like, I fully think that this woman thinks that Yara is going to some kind of barbed wire, like, situation, all gray, bread lines. Like, she's truly thinking of the USSR and, like, behind the Iron Curtain you know, Eastern European. And it's just like, that is not it. Yara had a full life of plastic surgery, fun and clubs and parties in her part of the world. And it's, it's really crazy that Americans are like, no, don't go. There's war. I mean, and we're just lucky that we haven't had a war on U.S. soil since like, I don't know, the Spanish-American War. So it's been a minute, right? So we don't actually know what it feels like. But the Europeans are like, it's fine. It's war. We're fine. 
Yeah. And also, just so that we have devil's advocate, now Yara also is a little bit ignorant because Yara said that it was Cajun culture that likes the word art. But as we've just talked about, it's not just Cajun culture. How do you know? It's all over America. Midwestern people love it. Mormons love it. Wa loves it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I it's mean, all- I would, I, I wanted you to back up. Wa does not hasn't had an opportunity to decorate her apartment ever because the apartment that I did have by myself in New York City, there weren't near a picture on the wall. I didn't know how to decorate anything. And now since Instagram and the girlies of TikTok showing me what an apartment can look like, I am fully inspired with no true understanding of how colors work together. So that is why I may have suggested in a moment of panic and or wine imbibing that I would get word art. Chris? I won't let her. Don't worry about it, okay? Listen, you think I'm going to let her do that? You don't know me. So that's basically all I have to say about them. Yeah. Let's uh, move it on. Did we spend 17 minutes talking about one couple? We didn't. Well, no, we talked about two couples. Good. Okay. Let's, let's go on to Bilal and Shida. It's my worst nightmare. It is my worst nightmare. Shida and I are on the same pahina, el mismo pahina. Girl, her hormones of egg production is low. They told this woman to her face that it was a 5% chance that she would get pregnant uh, each month off of natural, trying to get pregnant naturally. And that after six months of trying with unprotected sex, you know, fertilizing the seeds as they were, sperm fertilization, that if she doesn't get pregnant, that she needs to come back and think about (sighs) freezing her eggs. And I know how devastating it is. But the good news is, is that while she has a husband who doesn't want kids, she still has a husband. She has access to a penis, so she will never know the pain of having to spend $1,200 for a vial of sperm. Chris? We don't know how much longer that husband's going to be there. We don't know if he's even supplying the sperm. So I get what you're saying. But, you know, it's interesting that they just, it's, it's just very interesting that they already got married before having the very intense conversation of, hey, do you want to have kids? Yes. Yes. And also now, kind of now, because like, that's kind of like the conversation that like, they were supposed to have last season, but then they like kind of like didn't, but did, but then blanketed over you and they got a prenup, but like it wasn't really like not strong wording and then they got married and now we're here. Like, it's just crazy. Like she needs to be having, she needs to be trying now. Like she needs, she needs to be having trying yesterday. Like that's basically what the doctor says. Like you just gotta be trying. And he's like, I don't want to tell people to like have a child if they don't want to in the relationship or the relationship is new. But at the same time, sh- yes start trying if you want to have a baby you know like and also we should be freezing eggs absolutely like that should be happening as well i don't know when you can i i don't know if you can have sex while you're doing that because then you would just like get super pregnant i'm not quite sure what happens if you're having sex while you're trying to freeze eggs they don't advise it because they you know you're pumping out a bunch of stuff so yeah so just yeah that's what they should try first is just to see what happens but it just below very much seems like he does not want to have this baby and has 100 reasons not to and it's just like that is the one thing that she wants and some people are like oh she didn't want that at first and then she wants that now but it's like i think she's been somewhat honest about wanting it ever since she's like stepped foot on american soil like whether she mentioned it for the two weeks they knew each other in trinidad and tobago when he was there maybe not but like they were just getting to know each other you know like she definitely let it be known before she got married well yeah 
They were talking for two years, I believe. And I don't think, I think in their culture slash religion, like maybe there's never, I mean, I'm not saying that like, you know, their faith is a monolith, but she probably didn't think that he would ever truly like not tr want to have kids, especially because financially, while he thinks that children are a burden, he's not poor. So she knows that he could legitimately afford a kid. Now, would they be able to maybe have some of the luxuries that they have? And I don't know. I don't know how often they eat. I don't I mean, I don't know what he puts his money into. Right. So I don't know. But he really feels like having children are such a financial burden. And he is so happy to have his children not be as young as they are. I, I guess I just feel like Bilal gives me that he really didn't enjoy taking care of young children and, ha and having kids, young children. I think that he enjoys his kids now because he can play around with them and he can talk to them and understand them. But I think that it, it, it might be somewhat shameful for him to actually say out loud that he doesn't enjoy babies. Mm -hmm. and, and especially him being an imam and usually in certain religions like that where you are strict to your religious laws, that part of that part of that is having kids. And if you don't want to have kids, like you have to say other things around it because Bilal is not poor. He could have another kid and be fine. But yeah. I think he wants to live a certain lifestyle. Yeah, he wants to have the Louis Vuitton luggage and like all the watches and stuff like that. And he wants a C-class, you know. He wants a super clean house, but he like, it's just interesting because it's the one thing that she wants and you've already had kids. So it, you obviously didn't die. You obviously like definitely got divorced, but I think that that was not necessarily because of the kids. That was because there's going to be things that she, listen, we know why Shahida wasn't into you. She like laid it out on the line. So that's would have been there without kids or not, because he still mansplains and daddy's shy. So it's a whole thing. You know, but he doesn't get he doesn't get it. He thinks that that is his role as the man, but he doesn't understand that while that might be a faction of your role, you still need to be a good partner to your person. And you're not the best partner because all because you're only comfortable in the imam role. Yeah, absolutely. So I really feel bad for Shida and I hope that he just acquiesces and give her a baby. Inshallah. You know? yeah absolutely and honey and if not i want her to like you know use those triangles honey and just like play a tune out of there just like ding, ding. yeah but i feel like she might like feel bad leaving him but i think he's a gaslighter in that respect like he has to understand that like she can't just choose him over wanting to have children that's not a fair choice to put on somebody who wants to have them now if she were to decide not like i don't know like it's not a fair choice to somebody who really wants to have children. I really want to have children. But the truth is, is that I, I would rather have a partner than a child at She's this point. Deal breaker. So she, I think, wants a child more. Yeah. She said it would be a deal breaker. So, but maybe not, she's not, maybe she's not confronted with the actual choice. I'm not, we don't know, you know? But yeah, and I also don't know, like, culturally, if she would be shunned for having a kid outside of wedlock. Like, what if she mm. did have IVF, you know? and mm -hmm. raise the kid on her own would it be something like negative like would she be would it be was is it would it be frowned upon for her to do so yeah so i don't know her, if her options are as wide open but i you know i realized within like the last month or so 
that I would have rather have somebody to like cuddle with at night than someone who was going to constantly need me and then perhaps leave me one day. I mean, not perhaps, absolutely leave me one day. I mean, I want a healthy kid, so I want a kid to want to leave me. So anyways, all right, let's move on to Jenny and Sumit because I'm, I'm, I'm sick of Jenny, you know, and I like her. I love their love, mm-hmm. but I just feel like, Jenny keeps I want Jenny to just tell us what she expects married life to be what she expects married life and retirement to be because it is not at all her true reality and you know I don't you know me like when someone talks about not wanting to clean I just don't get them you know what I think that she just also has a different level of clean and that's also what we're going to talk about I can't wait for us I know you're excited about this, but let's just talk about the fact that Sumit sure knows how to fold, honey, because he's packing and he folds those shirts like expertly. Like he worked at Gap, honey. I mean, you know, he is, he's retail folding. And I just like saw, and I was like, wow. Yeah. I mean, you know, I don't know how young they teach him how to do that there, honey, but you know, they've been doing them. So they tell this horrible story. Okay. That like, after, <laughs> like so mad at this story. It was like after the comic future thing, they were like, she was on top and like we're re- cowgirl or something. And this is like, I don't even know how I'm going to say this. It's like, she <laughs> broke something. She dislodged his, like, his belly button. And then now the belly button is char- discharging something or other. I don't even, I cannot even tell you what they were trying to say to us. It was the stupid, the craziest story I have ever heard. She tried to do something. I don't know if she'd been drinking, but she like, drops her body on his navel and then like he has some kind of i put it leaking navel displacement what the fuck is leaking navel displacement which caused him diarrhea so he calls the doctor and then the doctor calls someone to pray for him and now he's all better except for his stomach still hurts what did i i have never in my life and this is just me being an American, heard of a doctor calling for a a priest. Those are two different fields in the U.S., okay? Those are separation between church and state uh, in almost every institution except, I guess, Catholic hospitals or, like, religious hospitals. But, like, you just was like, oh, medicine's done all I can do. Let's call in someone to pray for you, and now you're okay. And Jenny's like, that's great that they did that. And I'm like, are you, she's being facetious, right? I thought that she was being sarcastic. Okay. So she, the belly button was dislodged? The that's belly button said. was dislodged? Leaking navel displacement. No, I, so then basically, like, remember how that guy, like, who was the Kama Sutra guy was basically like, oh, you know, Jenny's so old and like, you know, hopefully they won't have any injuries. There was an injury and it was Sumit, which is crazy. But then Sumit's like, yeah, they should have like, there would be weight. They should ask us to wait before we try things. Like Loki calling Jenny like fat. And she like, is like, why would you do that? Sumit, he's like, oh, because I'm too Jenny. Like yeah, but the truth is, is like we all know Jenny's not fat. She's just heavier than him. Like she's just bigger than him. Like and not by that much. She just, you know. Yeah, a little bigger. Yeah. And so they then go back. They leave the beautiful Gang Ganges River resort. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I need to check in with my parents. It I don't know, Chris. 
And maybe, I don't know, like, I want you to think of both sides. I want you to think of the American side and I want you to think of the Arab, the big family Arab side of you. Okay. Aren't you a little tired of Jenny not understanding why he needs his family? Like, why he needs his parents' love? I, I would, okay, listen, at this point, if so much had stuff had gone down, any person I'd be like, well, you gotta pick. After a while, you're gonna pick. Okay. That's what I think that she's just, I thought that she, she keeps thinking that he's already picked. But he hasn't picked in his mind. But also, like, I think. Do I understand what he's coming from? I mean, it, it's been a long time. Every time I say, it, it's, I'll be honest. No, this is why it's okay. So basically, whatever, they have to, like, go back home. And they're going to go, like, appliance shopping and look at, you know, things to, like, go. Because they have to move back to their old place, the place that, like, they had their parents come over or whatever and it's just like they need to like spruce it up with like some new uh, gadgets but also like ways to put things away in because like the mom was just like your kitchen is just like a mishmash of things like put plates away and i guess they don't have like cabinets or whatever they buy some cabinets but they're having this conversation about like vacuums and it's kind of like sumit is trying to tell jenny that if he's going to spend money on clean on things to clean the home that she better use them and like because the house doesn't look clean. That's why his mom said that the following the things and she, he would like a clean home, but she's not into it. She's like, why don't you do it? Why don't you just hire someone? You know, like I do clean. I do spend a lot of time cleaning. And I'll tell you, this is like why I feel like you brought up what you said. It's like she thought that she was retiring, which means she doesn't have to do a lot of the bullshit in her mind that she's had to do for so long. Now, she also at the same time thinks that she's going to be a newlywed with a brand new person. And that has a whole bunch of like lifestyle choices. The, these are incongruous, especially if you marry an Indian man and you're American because there's different worlds altogether. So like none of it makes sense. Every part feels like what she's holding on to is delusional. And like they don't as, as, as if they don't have a similar page or a similar idea of how they're going to spend the next parts of their lives. Well, yeah, I guess I'm just confused because she says, well, then get a maid if you want the house to be clean. And I'm like, you get a maid. He wants to go to work six days a week and you don't want him to work. So what is it that you want? You just want to live in a house that's mildly dirty and you don't want him to work and he can just dote on you all day. And that when you want to like scurry off and pull on your coat and go talk to your family that you miss so much, it's okay. But he can't try to make amends with the with his family who like in his culture is the end all and be all. And you just won't acquiesce. Like I get that you want your happily ever after. And I get that there is a point where you're just like, listen, I'm fucking 30 years older than this man. You've known about me for 10 years now. Can we just move forward? And the issue is, is that no. You chose to marry a man 30 years younger than you from a completely different culture. And he's not going to give up his culture to be with you. I mean, he, he's going to be with you, but he's not going to give up his culture and just be whatever it is that you expect him to be. Because the truth is, is that he's never left India. He only knows what American culture is from you. And from via the TV, he doesn't actually know the expectation. And so it's not that, you know, she's not a good Indian wife. It's that she's mildly dirty 
and doesn't want to keep a clean house. Like it doesn't, it, it doesn't matter where you're from in the world. You know what a clean house looks like and what a dirty house looks like. You are choosing to not demand to have cabinets early on in the relationship. You knew that there was lots of nonsense on your countertops and it would only make it easier if you got cabinets and you guys are just getting cabinets now. And then you're like, oh, if I get a vacuum, I'll be able to clean. No. If you can't use a broom and a mop right now, what are you going to do with a vacuum? I will say, though, I really like the Dyson. Yeah, but the Dysons are like $300, Chris. Those are very specific, luxurious vacuums that not everybody is able to, to afford. And like, personally, I love them. We gave them away at my job and I wish I had won one, but I couldn't buy one. I feel like I, I there's something about it. And I if someone can prove me wrong. I'm absolutely willing to be wrong. And if you tell me that vacuuming your kitchen is better than sweeping and mopping it, like and you can prove it to me, then I will be 100 percent with you on it because I think it's easier. But there's something about like sweeping and mopping your kitchen and spaces where there's food. That makes me go. That needs to happen. Like if you have hardwood floors, you who does it? Oh, okay. I just don't know. I don't know because I see people vacuuming hardwood floors, and it's always weird to me because I'm like, is it cleaning? I don't know. I mean, I just don't know because I've always been taught to sweep and mop. Oh wow! Let me tell you, you've watched me do both. I just do both. Okay. I vacuum like I'll vacuum like twice a day, like just like as after I eat, just to get up crumbs, like. But I can't mop every day, you know, so. I mean, yeah, but I grew up mopping every day. So that's like why I'm like, oh, it's different when you can do that. Like I, you, you mopped the kitchen when you when you're done cleaning all the like you do that every day. So like. When I live by myself, though, 100 percent, I only like mop once a month. I mean, once a week, because like a week, yeah. I'm the only person in there and I'm not dropping like copious amounts of stuff. But when you have children, right, you you have to mop every night. Ladani, God knows you need to mop every moment. But like like an easy mop or wet jet. Like that's why people wet jet. Yeah. People like wet jet yeah, every night. Yeah, yeah. Swiffer. Yeah, yeah. The mopping bucket is a little oh. is a little is not hygienic. One hundred percent. Like I can get that. But that's why I swiffer. But I, I I love the wet jet idea too. Like I think that's a great idea. Also, I really love ooh, the talk TikTok trend. It's you get one of those buckets that you dump the like super hot water in like you boil hot water and you pour it into your thing and then you put like a little bleach and some like fabuloso and like some kind of disinfectant and then you sweep your floors and then because it's super hot water it like dissolves all the dirt on the ground and then it has a separate space for you to put your rinsing water so you're not putting a dirty mop into clean water i love that i can't wait to get that again in my life Ooh, yeah i want like some sort of device that has like like a Dyson and a Wedgehead together where you can like sweep something and then just like vacuum up what mm-hmm, you sweep mm-hmm, like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. sweep it and then you vacuum up and you sweep and then there's like a different side that's like also like mm-hmm, a Wedgehead mm-hmm. like, yeah yeah I love the hot water situation like- though like if it like to run your mop over a stain or a space and know that it's like scalding hot water and then to like pump it, push it in another like cold water space and then like spin it like a salad spinner so that you get all the water off of it and then put it back into the like disinfectant, like soapy thing and then like spin it again. That is next level. You can find them at Target. It's called like, starts with an O. 
TikTok. If you go to cleaning TikTok, like I, oh, and then on cleaning TikTok, Chris, there are like shoes yeah. you wear that are like sponges or like not sponges. There are like socks you wear that are like mopping socks, and so mm-hmm. they you can like step on the space that's a little wet, but it's like a spongy like moppy situation on your feet. So it's I mean there I. I'm salivating thinking about all the ways that you can clean so effectively. Ooh, yes, honey. With that 40th birthday coming up, you could be knee deep in some cleaning treats. Yes. Oh, my gosh. You, oh, my God, you guys. My birthday is on September. Uh, nope. October 22nd. Nope. This coming up Friday, Not I'm turning lot. 40. So if you would like to give your girl a little something, something, you can do so on all of my like things like at Wahima on Cash App, like Wahima Lino or just call me Wah on I don't know all the things. So if you want to know how you can like you know help roll out, yeah, let us know. And we'll also you know do something so you can don- donate for Docu Sweeties too, so that we can get these videos edited. But yeah, let's go on. I mean, it spends a lot of time cl- cleaning. So go ahead, talk, Chris. Okay, my love. So I mean, she gets annoyed. This is Jenny and Smith. She gets annoyed. Enough. Yeah, I don't want to talk about this anymore. This is not the way I've pictured married life. Yeah, like, how did you, you're right, like, I want them to both in a confessional be like, what is your life going to be like in the next 30 years? Every day, like, tell us, like, a what you want your ideal day to be, you know, just, like, for both of them. Yeah. Okay, my love. We have two left. Do you want to go to Angela and Michael? And then we'll, yeah, why don't we go to Angela and Michael, get them done, and then we'll go to Kimberly Okay, so it's the next day and Angela is like hungover, but she goes to work out to blow off some steam and she meets with her friend Renee and Renee was like, girl, you need to go talk to Michael face to face. And she's like, no, I'm changing my ticket and I'm going because I'm wealthy now and I can just change my ticket back home to America anytime I want to because I got money. Okay, you see these lips, you see these titties, money, you see this hair. And so she then agrees to meet with Michael. And she puts on one of her Angela's own, you know, Angela Deem is coming out with a whole line of like, like maxi dresses. And I imagine that this like pantsuit outfit that she's wearing is probably definitely one of those things, the way they highlighted it in that fashion. And it also shows that yeah. she had her tetas out with no brassiere. Like that's how high and a lot yeah. that 56 year old tetas are like living right now. And she was shaking her non cakes and then she was wearing her like little heels. And so she goes off to meet Michael. Michael's dressed in Nigerian's finest. And he gets there with her and she's just acting a fool. She orders immediately three shots of vodka and one Heineken for him as a good wife would order for her husband. And then she goes in with Michael, but she's not hollering, which I really enjoyed. Chris? I felt like she was hollering. I was like, she immediately was just like, Michael, give me your phone. You know, she was just like, I thought, okay, I thought that she came off super aggressive. Like she wasn't like, Michael, I'm sorry for like, ruining your car's bonnet what did he call like a car bonnet bumper i don't know what he said to her but he was definitely like oh stop it all sit down (laughs) yeah 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 she wanted his phone immediately and then he instead put it in her purse but then was holding her purse and then put the purse on the table and then she like did he get his phone back chris is the most important thing i don't know it was weird right like, okay, so basically, obviously, this whole time, he's, like, had the social media, and so the minute that she sees him, she, like, wants to see his phone to see if there's anything, and, like, he doesn't want to give it to her at first, because, like, you know, obviously, like, he just saw her, also, she he, she just tore apart his car, and, like, what if she's just gonna, like, 
throw his phone on the ground, like blah, 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 blah. So anyway, but like, she's, she, you know, it's, it's interesting because she really like wanted us to believe that she was over it, that she had gotten everything out last night, honey, but you're going to see a different Angela now. And I minute that she started drinking, like she saw him sit down and immediately wasn't like, hi, Michael. She was like, waitress, waitress, three shots of vodka and a Heineken. Yeah. I thought that was rude. You know, mm -hmm. she was like, she didn't like, you know, he's just like there. I mean, I'll tell you right now, like it's the same lighting as Usman's birthday. Like, I don't know if it's the same place, but it looks very similar, mm -hmm. you know? It's but not the it's same like, place. One is in um, Lagos and the other one is in Abuja. That makes sense. But you know what I'm saying? She looked great in this scene, except for her behavior, which made her look horrible. Yeah. But like, she just like, she could have just like, tried to play off a little bit more of what she said with that she had gotten like her anger out and she was just gonna like, listen and want him to like, see what the work that she did, but also not get turned on. Just see it, just see it displayed. You know, like she just like, I that scene with Renee where she's like trying to be like, I just want to like look elegant. And also Renee says that, you know, she knows that last night, last night was crazy that she, but also thinks that he should have answered right away. So it's really his fault. Renee doesn't condone what happened, but she accepts it. Yeah. I'm like, Renee girl, shut up. Like, but I do love it. Cause I want to know how Renee, how old Renee is because the truth is, is that Renee's skin is like, is giving, I drink water. Okay. A lot of it. Yes, 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 yes. I mean, side note is when they have their little like we work out scene together, even though I think Renee's like working out and like flip not like or like slides, which is interesting, you know? Or in Angela is like picks up like two ways and she's like, Yeah, Michael. Anyway, I'm so mad. She just like, there's two like, pounds and she's like, We're not bodybuilders. I'm like, bitch, you're not even close. Two pounds? Yeah. You're not no, even honey, lifting no, no, a baby. No. A baby is eight pounds, Angela. You're not even lifting a baby. What are you talking about, ma'am? Like, I really do think that Angela tried her best to look great. And I was sad that, that Michael didn't say, you know what, Angela, you actually look great. Like, that's what he, he didn't he did. say that. He did? I don't think he had a chance to. Well, I mean, like, he could have said it because she sat there and they were both quiet for a while. Yeah, you're right, Wa. I forget about that. Like, you know, when they edit things like that, you never, I feel like I never know what's true or what's not. Sometimes when they edit things like that, I have to like rewind and try and pay like hyper awareness to be like, is this the same second looped over and over again with like a cut, you know, right. like, cause it's making it yeah. like that. But like, I, they did have this like long thing where they just like looked at each other, you know, and, and she's like, just like, Michael, yeah. Like, I'm sorry, you know, but none of them will say yeah. anything. The right? least he could say, like, hello, Angela, you look great. Hello, baby, you look great. That's it. And then move on and be like, but your behavior yesterday was ugly and I didn't appreciate it. But he just kept trying to be like, he kept telling to the camera that, like, he just wants to stay in their relationship and everything has to do with her being happy and nothing with him being happy. But he won't say that to her. And then he's just like, sit down, sit down. You know, we are here to talk. You talked all day yesterday. And she's like, you got the wrong goddamn one. Blah, 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 blah. She's going on and on and on because the cameras are rolling and she's got some vodka shots in her and she's feeling hype and he won't give her the phone. And I'm just like, I don't understand this world truthfully because I, you know, don't date in this world. I mean, I do date. Like I share my location with the person that I'm dating only because like, I kind of think it's hot. But anyways, he doesn't care. I, I just feel like he shouldn't have given her her, her phone, his phone, period. 
But what do you think? You know, like, I think that he was just, like, really torn up, like, that he didn't realize she was going to be there, and she, like, came like a banshee out of hell, mm-hmm. and so, like, that's probably what say like you look beautiful also like he was she was screaming and she like ripped apart his car so i'm like surprised he even like met her but the power of either renee or tv whatever we're supposed to believe you know same thing you know i'm not quite sure um <clears throat> renee just like as a full producer they just got like put it there honey because angela had like no mm-hmm. friends they probably like no put up with this mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying that would be the greatest scoop so basically yeah so they they talk they'd be like they argue back and forth and they like she's just like I was a real one, Michael. I was a real one. Like, you know, and like storms out and he's like, baby. And then in the scene for the next episode, we see that they're talking and surprise, surprise, she's wearing the same outfit. So obviously- It's the same night. He runs yeah. yeah, same night. So, I mean, Angela is an abuser and she's uncalled for and uncouth and terrible, but she's got a little money now so she could do the most and that's this her antics are what give her this money to be able to just like change her flight from nigeria she's like i'm going home i'm going home but he doesn't i think he does love her like i don't think he i mean i think he does want to get to the u.s but at the same time i don't think he really cares that much about getting to the u.s i don't think he's a scammer but anyways let's move on Mm. let's move on to kimberly and what the fuck uzman so kimberly is ridiculous she i'm skipping and then you can go back we can go back this woman sat in these people's houses with a pursed lip as though that's not universal she sat there and then act like she didn't know how to put on a scarf ma'am nobody asked you to tie a a goddamn hijab okay it was like put the scarf on your head and go in this woman's house and she sat there like you don't deserve this man Hot take, hot take. You don't yeah, deserve you this don't man. Deserve this okay. man. I mean, this man is trash. Let me tell you right now. He's trash and his whole thing about next episode where he's like, you know, I have a hundred women in my DMs. Where does that leave? I don't need her. I'm like, yeah, we, we know that you don't we know that yeah. you don't want these old women from America, but you know that it is great fodder for you getting on TV and keeping things interesting and spicy. So that's why you do it. We know what you're trying to do, Soldier Boy, and it's working and good for you. But also, Kim Bali is not doing all that she needs to do in front of Mama to truly earn her respect and love. She gets so like this. Go ahead. Chris. Oh, well, let's go back, okay. shall we? Okay. So, my loves, we know one thing about Kim Bali. Honey, it's when she comes to something, she is bearing gifts, okay? So, and she knows that she's got to, like, you know, really get Usman's mom on side. Usman's mom gives the okay, and she's in love with this man. She He won't get married without it. So, and that is Usman's mom's blessing. So, they go pet shopping, and the pet is barn, barnyard pet shopping, okay? Just, like, a big-ass place, honey, like, a big-ass Home Depot, except it's, like, you know, Ranch Depot. I mean, it's, like, you know farm depot and it's just like everything's there and she's just like walking around just like in their scopes there's like ones that are real loud she's like points at one you know like one like you know spits at her she's like haha that one's funny you know she's just like she loves it so much and Usman is there and these two guys come out and then so she's like you know and they talk and he's like let's get a moderately priced animal and the guy's like okay and the guy's like for what you know for like milking or eating and you know but of course they tell the story oh no because this woman here this old white woman is to be my wife or we're going to go meet my mom and so we have to bring her something it's like oh you know 
close as mine. So then he's like, well, look at that one or whatever. And so they're like, okay, well, how much is it? Because if it's too expensive, we'll just take our business elsewhere, honey. Don't even worry about it. And so the guy's like, okay, it's 200,000 or whatever. It's like, I don't even know, but like basically $500. So then Usman's like, no, then gives him a price and the guy's like, okay. And then, then this, this is the craziest part. Kim Bali like takes her money out to like give him the money or whatever. And then Usman takes the entire water cash and then gives it to the man be like, but just take what you want. And then like, in my mind, I was like, can Usman not? I think what's happening is that Usman wants to use Kim Bali for the, you know, for the house uh, or at least wherever they are in Sokoto. Like, he wants to still feed the economy. For example, when I go to Belize or Guatemala, part of my duty as an American is to stimulate the economy. Part of my duty is to purchase things in the community and to be someone where they know they can come and sell and peddle their wares to stimulate the economy. So I think he's like interested in allowing Kim Bali's money to like stimulate the economy. And though the man takes what I assume is 185, I thought they said, but like is 185,000. So it went from 200,000 to 185,000, which is like not that much of a disco. So I was a little confused. Or was it just like 180? Like, did they go from 200,000 to 180 period? Which is like, because $500 is a lot of money. I mean, now cows in the US must cost $500. Like it wouldn't be, a $500 cow is not an expensive cow at all, right? I wish I could tell you. The answer is no. I have no idea that she thinks she knows. She's like, $500 is my paycheck. She's what she said to me. And I was like, $500 is your paycheck? If, if $500 is your paycheck, then how are you yeah. here? And why do you keep buying things? Uh, like, this, like, you can't afford this cow, honey. Like, you know, but she's making it seem like cows are $20. I'm not does she work? And the cows are going to be delivered, you, by the way. Uh, does you she work? Is she just get government assistance for taking care of her mother? What do you mean $500 is your paycheck? How are the fuck are you affording anything in life? There is not an American who can get a $500 paycheck and like afford life, truthfully. Like, where are you living? Alabama? San Diego? No. With no, her that's a lie. I, I mean, unless she's living at her mother's home where her mother owns the place and Kim doesn't have to pay any rent and she gets a $500 check, dollar check from taking care of her mother and then like does other things on the side for extra cash. Other, $500 is shit. So basically, you know, okay, so they, they, this happens and then we get to have like another com- conversation with someone who's like, I've never seen a white woman ever in my life. I've never seen a white person in my whole life. I mean, before. what a novel scene. What a world to live in. Whenever I hear like an African person say they've never seen a white woman, I go, how freeing. I, yeah, I can't imagine it for them. I can't imagine it for them. I I can't imagine if I'm only seeing my own, like someone who looks like me all the time. I just yeah. can't imagine. All, all yeah, it's it. just like not freeing as in like, I mean, I said that. So that was the joke. Here's the real thought. The thought is, is like, what world do you live in where you see yourself on, on everything in the world, on TV? Those of us in the U.S. who are not white do not have the privilege of just living in a white world or living in a world where we only see our own, unless you like are in very concentrated communities of your own ethnicity. I mean, even then those concentrated areas have tourism. So like, even if you live in like the Chinatown of whatever city you live in, you have tourism. So you do see other people, you know, 
but it's just like it's like yeah. what a what a space to be in what what kind of I always think like when I went to Japan that's the one thing I thought I had never been to a place where everyone looked the same and being in Japan made me go wow what it must feel like to live in a country where at least everybody is the same feature wise like what equality uh, what level of equality that much must bring obviously there's social and finances and all kinds of other things that make things unequal but just to look at someone and just be like oh we're just a community of all the same like what is that Anyways, there's that. You're right. You're right. I think about the same thing. Like, what also, if you just like, like when I went to Lebanon. grew up in Lebanon and only knew Lebanon people? Like, right. it's just Lebanese people. I just, know. Oh. Well, when I went there, I wasn't. I, I kind of looked around. And I was like, All right, okay. So if I look around, is this like where I look like everyone here? Like, do we, like can you kind of look at every ten per people and see like a feature of my face on theirs? You know what I'm saying? Like those kind of like ethno thing. Where you're like, oh, that's like. A predominantly this thing like i can see this i you know it's just interesting i i don't know no you do know chris you were there you do know so you but you were young when you went there so that's why i was it no i was in my oh, 20s okay well anyways you it, i mean that's i i i feel the same way like if belize is is very multicultural so like it's not a belize is like the u.s in that way where there's like obviously like native people there's obviously latino people there's obviously like black people and there's like people all in between of like biracial or whatever right in Belize so it's a melting pot and the same thing in the part of Guatemala I go to it's like I see black people <laughs> like in the part of Guatemala I'm going to is just like all black people but Japan was the first place where I had seen where it's like everyone is the same and I was like wow that's got to be crazy and like even if I were to go to Nigeria while I look at them and I go their facial features are different than mine it's the skin tone that I'm like wow your tv is black your advertisements are black. Your yeah. everything is black. And it's like, what yeah. is that world? You know, anyway, mm-hmm. we can move on now. Kim is going to be her, she says to Usman. She can be no other way but her. So they take the cow, honey, which is, you know, Kim's good luck charm, if you will. And and they go to Sokoto to meet Usman's mom. And they go into the apartment, the uh, house. It's a living room. And we get to really see this living room set honey that she bought that it's so beautiful like it is like or usman bought okay well really you thought kim bought the mother's living room set no oh i thought you said that she bought i assume she bought the mom go ahead oh yeah sorry no sorry so basically who's there is a who's who of the hierarchy of Usman's family. It is Usman's mom and then his eldest sister and then his eldest brother and then his like second eldest brother to him. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. You know no, That else? was good. I love that you put in sister and brother. Yeah, I did. And he's going to so, okay immediately before they come in, like Kimberly's like, walk in, walk in without me. He's like, no. And just and he's like, I'll go in first. She's like, he's like, and I'm going to hold your hand. So he brings her in and like, she's there. And yeah, she like walks in with the like scarf around her head. And then she sits down. And it's like somehow off her head. And she like doesn't know what to do with it. It's like awkward. And she has to like tie it back. You know, like she has, it's an interesting face, you know? So it was interesting to me, like, if she's the only white person you've ever seen, it's, like, quite an interesting one to, like, yeah. have seen, you know? Like, yeah. the only one, God bless. So many different it's people in the, the world. It's not the one you've seen in advertisements of, local, like, whatever. It's completely different. This is now the second white woman they've seen. They saw, like, a permed, crunchy-haired, like, scrunchy-faced, cabbage patch one. 
And now they're seeing another type. Yeah. And, you know, for God, a reason they watch the show, they see Angela, they'll be like, oh, it's another another type. It's just so yeah. interesting because she gets there and she's really quiet and she doesn't even walk in and say assalamu alaikum. Like, how is it? Now, not, I don't know. I know why that, I said that wrong. I feel like the lankum part is wrong. But it's like you say assalamu alaikum and then they say alaikum assalam. Okay. This is one of the earliest things that I learned because my parents were married, Nation of Islam Muslim. And so my mom was always like, assalamu alaikum. My dad was like, this is what you need to say when you meet Muslims. Assalamu alaikum. You say alaikum assalam, right? So, I mean, you are wanting to fucking marry a man who is Hausa Muslim from Nigeria. And you don't learn how to walk into his mother's house and say assalamu alaikum? You don't need to marry this man. Strike one. Strike two is she says she doesn't need. No, strike one is her being like, put the, put the scarf on me. I don't know how to put it on. Bitch, you have been talking to this man for over a year and you've never learned how to how to. First of all, you've been a human in this world for 50 years and you don't know how to put a scarf on your head and like slap it to the side. I don't understand. Honey, that's, that's just her being her. Yeah. She, she's just she gets in this her. house and doesn't say assalamualaikum. She just says hi. And then she sits down and proceeds, doesn't learn hello, mama, nothing. Not I mean, much. Angela at least learned words in Igbo. Yeah. Or Yoruba. Yes. I don't know which one Michael is. At least learn some words to speak to mama in. And Kimberly yes. could not even be fucking bothered. Then she sits down there and brother number one who speaks English speaks English. But brother number two who speaks English doesn't speak English. Brother number three has on shades. I'm like, I'm sorry, superstar. And then sister doesn't speak English. And so they're having these conversations and he's not he as an Usman is not necessarily translating. And so so then Kimberly no. ends up on her face with a, a face looking like she's sucking on a lemon. And it's like, at some point, this woman is like, I'm a grown ass woman. I should be able to say what I want to say. And I think to myself, no. no, no, you cannot say what you want to say. You might as well be a 22 year old bride. Just sit back and be cultural. If that's what you want. Because you are not a grown-ass woman. Because a grown-ass woman would have done more research. And also, a grown-ass woman wouldn't be trying to marry a man who's 20 years younger than her. Mic drop. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That podcast, mic drop. That's absolutely true. I mean, yeah, Kimberly, like, you, just because you bought a cow, God bless, doesn't mean that, like, you can do whatever you want now. You're definitely a guest. And so basically what happens is they're, they're like, Usman, no. Like we've are first of all, we're not crazy. You've already come with an old bitty that like would never have given you children. And then we know what happened. That just happened, you crazy <laughs> motherfucker. Like, so no, we say no. Like and the mom's like, no, absolutely not. Like, I want you to have kids. Like, stop doing this. You're like, I think it's in the even like in the confessional, the brother's like, it's crazy. Like he literally has a type. I don't understand why he was facing this kind of woman. Like, the the sister barely talks like she doesn't really have to because everyone's like absolutely absolutely not in the middle of all these absolutely nots it's like knocky knock knock and like hi postmates yeah. is here yeah no, cow and then postmates. he's like oh oh i do know who this is so kimberly has bought yeah. you a cow and they're like bribe on a bribe on a bribe on a bribe and kim that is when kimberly loses, loses yeah. her mind she's like can i say something can i say something I'm sorry, can I say something? It's not a bribe. Can I say something? I'm like, bitch, you know that the other woman gave a goat. So 
it is a bribe. It's a bribe. It is a bribe. So just, can I say something? Can I say something? It's not a bribe. Can I say something? No, you cannot. This is a Muslim household. Have you seen the other two women speaking except for the mother? No. The sister hasn't said anything. Because the sister hasn't said anything, then you don't have any right to say anything. So shut up. I don't understand why she at least wasn't just like, my first thought was, would be, if I was in that situation, to be like, oh, who's sponsor? I can I leave? I should leave. I mean, like, we should leave. I'm kind of, I should leave. You guys talk. Because you have like major anxiety and don't like confrontation. Oh, you know, like, That's why. oh yeah, absolutely. I'm in their house. I would, I would just be like, yeah, you know, I'm just like, I will be outside. Cow, ground, have some ground beef tacos, have some bolognese. Hope you enjoy it. Have some milk, whatever you want to do with it. God bless. It's yours. Uh, I named it Moo Moo, but you don't have to keep the name. Ha ha ha. Anyway, um, I'm just gonna be outside and uh, come pick me up when you're done. And um, sorry, you know, also. It's not going to work out because no, I mean, like, no, obviously, no, I, I would not be able to stay. But like, also, Kim Bali, what do you think you're going to say? Like, it wasn't a bribe. I just really, really love Usman. Also, I'm a big fan also of him and Michael Jackson, but also him. Like, what what are you going to say? Like, it's not, it's going to be in English and it's going to be like, you know, I mean, it's going to be aggressive and it's going to be like, I don't know. She's, I feel like she's going to try and like touch Usman's mom in some way. I Hopefully she won't throw a drink. That's her favorite thing to do. It's just like crazy because Usman doesn't love her. He wants her to feel no. bene- he wants her to feel that she is lucky to be in his presence and that she would even and he would even deign to entertain her and her the bags under her eyes. So for him, for her to hear him say that one time is an indicator of where this person is coming from. He is using you for television clout. He it doesn't care what it takes. He wants to be famous. And 90 mm-hmm. Day Fiance is a vehicle for that because now he is known mm-hmm. all over Nigeria and he is now known uh-huh. in the US. And people will stream mm-hmm. his music merely to make fun of it. But it doesn't matter mm-hmm. because he will make money off of those streams. That mother has that living room set because Usman is the biggest money maker. Maybe Muhammad is a good money maker too. He looks like he makes good money. I just am like, she's not gonna give her blessings for you. You cannot give him children. He's from a culture where children are key and or paramount. And I hate to say it this way, your value is not in your uterus. But at this moment, it is. All of that, plus, they already said whatever they said last time, and they already he already went through with this, and it was really bad. Yeah. So they're, like, extra pissed. Yeah. You yeah. know what? Yeah, it's interesting because... And Kimberly uh, knows about it because she watched the show, which is why she's a super fan. Yeah. Absolutely. I think about when the families that are on the show watch the episodes with, with them, like Sumit's family. Like Sumit's family has been on so many episodes. Like they're crazy. Like that it was crazy for them to think that they were going to get married to me because it was like, you're like on a show. You just keep being on a show called 90 Day Fiance. Like at some point you re- like you realize what show you're on. It's great. Like why are cameras here? You know, like same thing with, you know, Usman's mom. Like she has to know why cameras are being allowed in her house to tape her absolutely beautiful pristine couch Mm -hmm. set you know like so anyway that was 
the app, the app, my gaps, my loves. It is starting to be a real riotously good season. As Wa knows, I'd love to talk about the fact that I, we don't talk about Ed and Liz and we're not going to do it tonight. But just in case you're listening and waiting for them, us to talk about them, it's not happening. But Liz did say that Ed has a small penis. So, I mean, we knew that, right? Obs. Thank you, Captain yeah. Obvious. It'd be crazy if he had any Yeah, butt. he has a small penis and he has no neck. Yeah, and he takes pictures of women with no neck because it's his specialty. He takes pictures of okay, women with horrible. no neck? Yeah, that was something that happened. Oh. Okay. So, my loves, if you want more free content, you're welcome to get it at DocuSweeties on Instagram, DocuSweeties1 on TikTok, and DocuSweeties1 on Twitter. And if you want to see us right now in the flesh, wow, with her eyes closed, <laughs> just holding this microphone to her lips, pursed honey in her lips, how would she do it, Wa? How would they see on that? Uh, Patreon.com slash DocuSweeties. I'm going to tell you right now, I've, I have been vibed. So that's what's going on. You've been vibed? I've imbibed. Imbibed. Okay. Yeah. Well, is that a word that means something? Yeah. Great. I'm going to send you a definition oh, well, right now. Imbibed. Honey, doc you. We're learning new words every day. Doc you synonyms. Doc you sweeties. You know, like. I was talking about, I was thinking about how we were talking about the cleanings, you know, like, would it, would it be cute if we came out with like a tangent podcast called DocuSweepies? You didn't tell me that. I know. I thought about it and then I didn't say it. That is why I wanted to end the episode thinking about that. Oh. But however, at some point, maybe we should also just come out with like a podcast called DocuSleepies. And it's like us, like right before you go to bed. And it's just like we tell you like either like good night stories or we sing you lullabies and or we tell you how great you are and or we just like spray a bunch of lavender in the what air. What if it's like ASMR? But yeah, you can go to patreon.com and get everything you want possibly needed for you. And and we would also get $10 a month from you and it'll help us, you know, edit things. So we love you guys so much. Um, it would help our happy wonderful editor, Jean Marie. You guys give a round of applause for Jean Marie. Thank you so much, Jean Marie, for like doing the Lord's work and listening to our nonsense and triple tree and telling us how good every once in a while. She's like, this was a really fun episode. Thank you, Jean Marie. Yeah, we love you so much, specifically for putting up with us and listening to us for hours on end. But yeah, you guys have a good rest of your day. Bye.